And it's such a state. 
When you look at this, your heart breaks very much. But the question should be, why is the Lord directing his servant? To raise cripples in the most deplorable and despicable condition like this. The manner of crippledness, the gravity, the, the seriousness of the crippledness. And the legs like ropes, you see them down, it's, un, un, it's unbelievable. And you see the innocent soul, look at her eyes. Look at the innocence of her eyes, just waiting for help from the Lord alone. And some, you know, we send out evangelists, we normally send out evangelists across the villages to go and try to identify the homes where there are cripples. And so our evangelists in this greater Ugenya area discovered this family. And he has such a powerful narrative of how he discovered them. But this is the life story of Beatrice Atieno. Together with her brother Francis Otieno. And so our teams normally go out in the villages. We send them out to look for people homes where people are stranded with cripples. Because it's now very clear that the Lord has sent his servant to, to, to visit every nation, every family, and the Lord has sent them with anointing, the authority and the power of the Lord. And now people with cripples, we send our teams to tell them to bring out their cripples. And then at one decrease, this is what happened to Beatrice. Before we go to the brother. At one decrease, look at this. Beatrice got up. Look at those legs. And the Lord strengthened those bones and fiber and muscles. Support her way. Now. 
uzito wake sasa amazing 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 ya shangaza ya shangaza ya shangaza trending on twitter globally imekuikiongoza kwenye mtandao wa twitter kote kote trending on twitter globally across the whole earth imekuikiongoza katika mtandao wa twitter kote kote duniani kote kote ulimwenguni even now it is trending globally now hata sasa hivi inaongoza kote kote duniani sasa it is unbelievable the power of the anointing of the blood of jesus ya kutoaminika kabisa nguvu za upako wa damu ya yesu it is very powerful ni nguvu kabisa for the church kwa kanisa walk holy kutembea takatifu it is very important when god sends you that you walk holy ni muhimu kabisa kwamba wakati bwana anapokutuma upate kutembea takatifu because there are people that are stranded with cripples kwa sababu kuna watu ambao wamekwama na viwete where hospitals have given up mahali ambapo hospitali yamekata tamaa specialists have given up wataalamu wamekata tamaa there is no equipment to address their condition hakuna kifaa cha kushughulikia hali yao no injection to inject them to raise them up hakuna sindano ya kuwadunga ili kwamba wapate kuwainua there is no tablet or pill to swallow to hakuna tembe ama dawa ya
wamelivamia kanisa they have stormed the church wamelivamia na kushambulia kanisa in a very mighty way katika njia kuu ajabu in a very powerful way katika njia ya nguvu kabisa in a very very powerful way katika njia kubwa sana ajabu look at that tazameni hiyo look at that tazameni hiyo and now walking na sasa anatembea and the lord healed the brother first na bwana alimponya ndugu yake kwanza now the brother is also walking na pia sasa ndugu yake anatembea amazing yashangaza haleluya haleluya If you put the normal speed for them walking that better for you Lucetti very powerful Yangufu kabisa kabisa very mighty Ku kabisa kabisa very very mighty Ku sana 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 and the bishop stormed that home Mabna masoko akabamia kabisa kwenye boka hilo Mabna bishop stormed that village Masoko angazi ya juu kabisa walivamia hicho kitendo Can we listen to it just a little bit before Ilikuwa sherehe kubwa kabisa tusikilize kidogo tu kabla tuanze Sherehe kubwa That is the 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 first, right? Ah! <laughs> 
Then I found myself standing before the throne of God. And so we are aware now that the Messiah is coming. Remember when I stood before the throne of Yahweh after witnessing the changes of leadership in Jerusalem. Then you remember the glorious Lamb of God now came from the throne of God to me. Remember before that, then there are many stages there. Before he came, remember the garment is transfigured. I undergo a transfiguration. Okay, just a moment. So he's again is starting to do it again. So uh, before the Lamb of God came, I undergo a transfiguration first. And then John the Baptist is transfigured also next to me here. And then he walks after he says, Behold the Lamb of God. And then he walks towards me and he disappears in me until this day. And then after that, the glorious Lamb comes. And so you remember, all is prophetic, so there is a lot of failed, it's almost open, but some of it is failed prophecy in there. And so what is very clear is that after those changes, the Messiah comes, the Messiah comes to me. And so everybody knows well that you ought to prepare. And so in this journey, blessed people, I took you to the judgment seat of Christ. And we saw very clearly that over there, the Lord is giving to each one according to what they have done in this life. At the judgment seat of Christ, is giving to each according to what they have done while living on this earth. And so it's very important when you are here to make sure that you serve the Lord and you walk right. And in this scripture, that is what he's talking about here. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Again, so he's talking about judgment and appointed time for that judgment within the prophetic calendar of God, the timeline. And then he says, wait until the Lord comes. So he's talking about the waiting process. In other words, how to wait and the coming of the Lord, the coming of the Messiah. There is a particular way God has instructed his servants to come and deliver to you how to prepare and wait for the coming of the Messiah. It's in the Bible. But now the Lord has brought them with power to make sure that they exalt, activate that process of preparing for the coming of the Messiah. Then he says, he will bring to light 
What is hidden in darkness? And will expose the motives of the heart. In other words, he's saying a day is coming. When you will be known for who you are, not who you've been saying you are. The day is coming, in other words. When you will be known for exactly who you are. Not who you have been telling people you are. It's a tremendous time. It's a moment of reckoning. It will be a moment of reality. reality. The day of truth. Where those who have been saying they are born again, now it will be known whether they are really born again or not. It says you bring to light what is hidden in darkness. And you will expose the motives of the heart. Then it says at that time each will receive their praise from Yahweh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so in this tremendous narrative in this text. You can see that the Lord is raising some two very important tenets of this time. What is towering high here is that there are two events being exalted here. He's exalting the coming of the Messiah in the rapture of the church. And then he's also raising a very important day of judgment that will come to the rebellious. And so this has been our rider, the scripture that has been our rider throughout this conversation. And we've seen very clearly that the Lord is speaking very, very clearly to this generation. That the time to prepare for the coming of the Lord is now. And so today I want to advance that conversation. Because we saw the crowns, we saw the prizes that will be offered before the judgment seat of Christ. After that, then I brought you to a greater understanding, a perspective. I contextualized that conversation. That you may weigh the gravity, you may understand the weight, the gravity of preparing and being among the number that I saw standing before the throne of God inside heaven. I raised gravity of preparing well by presenting to you the church that does not prepare well. And I, this is the way I put it. What happens to you? 
If you don't listen to this this clarion call, this last call for repentance that Yahweh is making to the nation. What is it that will happen to you? And last time we were here on, on Wednesday, on Friday, the Lord spoke very clearly about the cost, the price Jesus paid for your redemption. Because anyone could have asked, why is God intended to judge eternally? But you saw very clearly that owing to the fact that God himself will not understand why you cannot take a free gift of the grace. What I'm relaying to you tonight 
is that the hour to prepare is now. So the time to prepare for the coming of the Messiah is now. It's not tomorrow. It is now. So turn with me to Hebrews chapter 9 right away. As we begin this tremendous midweek service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, blessed people. Once you're there, we read right away. Verse 27. And it says the following. Hebrews chapter 9, 27, we read together. It says, just as people are destined to die once. And after that, faith judgment. So Christ was sacrificed once. To take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time. Not on the account of sin. Not to bear sin. Not on the account of sin. But to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. You now understand the importance of being found waiting for him. But the key thing I want to pull out in this scripture. In verses 27 and 28 is what is laid on 27. Just as people are appointed to live once. People, people are destined. Just as people are appointed to die once. Let me put it this way. Just as people are destined to die once. Again. He says here, just our people are destined to die once. And after that, faith judgment. That is where I want to dwell tonight. The Lord raising a warning about your life in this life now. And the Lord saying here, that everybody is appointed to die. In other words, every single human being that is alive on the earth has an appointment with death. He's saying that there is a day that has been set aside for each one of you for you to die. I know that becomes very difficult for some people because most people, if you look at this age, in this age, they are trying to evade death. They try to avoid things. And they try to eat well. They call it healthy eating. And in fact, they tell you to eat more vegetables. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just talking about the act, the intent, the motive. That's it healthy. You see, it's a good thing. There's no problem with that. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But this mission they have to be able to ward off death 
lakini hii misheni ambayo wako nayo ili kwamba kuweza kuepusha kifo kukwepa kifo ya kwamba unapaswa kula bora and then you see them pumping iron they 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 in the gym pushing metals na unapata ya kwamba wako katika ile mazoezi wakisukuma kabisa vyuma they are doing their regular medical checks with their doctors wanafanya ile mazoezi yao na kisha kuchunguzwa kwa kwa kila siku na wanaambiwa kunywa kiasi fulani cha maji kila siku kwa ajili ya ile afya yako ya GIT kwa ajili ya gastrointestinal tissue hivyo basi unaambiwa ya kwamba kaweze kuweza kuwa na mazoezi ya kichwa na kisha mtu akaweza kukuganda kabisa zile mishipa ya ubongo wako ili kwamba kuongeza kule kuusambazaji wa damu katika kitanda ya kwamba upate kufanya mazoezi kila siku drink a lot of water eat organic food ukunywa maji mengi ukula vyakula vya muhimu don't eat gmos they say genetically modified organism usikule zile gmos wanasema don't eat genetically modified organisms usikule zile genetically modified organisms they are saying uh, jog around wanasema kwamba fanya mazoezi and they beat counselors also to be psychologically healthy na pia wanakutana na wale washauri ili kwamba wakapate kuwa na afya na wale washauri watakwambia kwamba epukana na maeneo ambayo ni ya kisumu wanakwambia kwamba epukana na zile uhusiano ambazo ni za sumu women telling their husbands you say honey the doctor told me that you are creating a toxic environment for my health unapatia kwamba wanawake wanaambia ume wao ya kwamba mpenzi daktari aliniambia ya kwamba wewe unatengeneza mazingara ambayo ni asumu kwa ajili ya afya yangu so avoid toxic relations they tell you hivyo basi epukana na uhusiano ambao ni wasumu wanakuambia and so they try to do everything there is also what you call aging research research into the process of aging going on hivyo basi wanafanya kila kitu kabisa hata wanafanya uchunguzi katika kule kufanya kuwa kukoma ama kuwa kuingia katika ukongwe they are trying to find out what are the molecular markers that can be able to detect process the process of aging earlier so they can mitigate wanajaribu kutafuta jeni vipi molecular signatures of aging they call it jeni vipi ambavyo ni vitu gani ambavyo vinaweza kutambua kule kukuzeeka haraka wanaita hivyo and so they, they they are looking for genes hivyo basi wanatafuta zile genes that can reverse the mutations they say that there are a lot of accumulation of mutations in the old people so they are looking for genes genetic markers to reverse mutations hivyo basi wanatafuta ile ile kuzile mbinu ambazo zinaweza kupindua kabisa kule kuzaana katika genes katika mwili they are telling you to be, go, be going for vacation Kumanisha kwamba kila mtu aliyeumbwa na Yahweh 
you have a day of appointment when you will die. And it says, and after that, face judgment. So the question then becomes, how did you live here? Because it says there is an appointment for death Sacrifices 
the, the sacrifice of Christ and the sacrifice that was being offered in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. And now he's exalting the supremacy of the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. And he's also exalting what you see in Genesis chapter 14, verses 17 to 20. When he says he appeared as a priest of God most high. When he says that that priesthood of the order of Melchizedek is much higher than the regular Aaronic priesthood that actually entered there once a year with blood. the largest tribes and the deep the deep green 
deep green stripes of his garments baada alikuwa amekaa alikuwa ameketi katika kiti chake cha enzi na hata vazi lake ile mistari mikubwa kabisa ya rangi ya kijani kibichi and the lord put the glory of his life to light the path that was leading toward him na kwana akaweka kwangaza utukufu wake ili kwamba kuangaza ile barabara ambayo ilikuwa inakwenda mahali ambapo kiti chake cha enzi kipo Those are now deep things of heaven Hayo sasa ni mambo ya vilindi ya bingu kupatia kidogo tu Wengineazo siwezi kuwapatia Lakini muone kwa wazi hapo ya kwamba ndipo Melkizedeki mfalme wa Salemu Melkizedeki king of Jerusalem before Jerusalem was created Melkizedeki mfalme wa Yerusalemu kabla Yerusalemu kuumbwa Melkizedeki king of peace Melkizedeki mfalme wa amani shalom He brought up bread and wine Alileta mkate na divai So you see the precursors of the work he was going to come to do at the Calvary cross Ile basi muone viashiria vya kazi ambayo alikuwa anaenda kufanya katika msalaba wa Calvary So Melkizedeki appear and right away presents the supremacy of his sacrifice the bread and the blood the covenant the new covenant right from the beginning the cross and the blood when he appeared he already he appears and points mankind to the Calvary cross where it will all be Sababu nilikuwa naona toka chini 
And so he glides. He simply glides. Go like this. Keep go like this. Keep go like this. Glory the clouds. Mabawa hayo kimsingi yanaelea tu kupitia katika utukufu huo katika mawingu. Very powerful. Yonguvu kabisa. The tremendous. It is a dreadful thing to see. Ni jambo la kutisha kabisa kuona. And you know that not everybody can see. Na muone kwamba hiyo hakusii kila mtu anaweza kuona. And so. Na kwa hivyo. He is gliding with power. Anaelea kwa nguvu. And he made my eyes meet his eyes. Na alisababisha macho yangu kukutana na macho yake. So he is the one is describing here. Kwa hivyo huyu ndiye ambaye anaelezea hapa. When the Messiah appears. Hivyo wakati Masiha anapokuja. Before he comes to be incarnated in Jerusalem in uh, in Bethlehem. Kabla aje na kubadilisha katika umbo la kimwili katika Bethlehem. When he appears to Abraham. Wakati anapomjia Abraham. Verse 18 of Genesis 14 says. Mstari wa 18 kitabu cha Mwanzo sura ya 18 asema. Then Melchizedek king of Salem. Ndipo Melchizedek mfalme wa Salem. Brought out bread and wine. Alipoleta mkate na divai. He brought out the precursors for the new covenant the bread and the blood of the covenant right away when he appeared moja kwa moja alipokucha he exudes the supremacy of his office anadhihirisha ukuu wa ofisi yake that he sacrifices supreme above all sacrifices ya kwamba dhabihu yake ni kuu sana zaidi kuliko dhabihu zote and that his priesthood is in the order of melchizedek is the supreme priesthood of god na kwamba ukuhani wake ni ukuhani mkuu kabisa katika mpangilio wa melchizedek ni ukuhani wake he says he was priest of god most high elion And he blessed Abraham saying Abraham Blessed be Abraham by God most high Abraham na Mungu Creator of heaven and earth Possessor of heaven and earth Owner of heaven and earth So I saw him flying up there When he said Jesus this is how Jesus introduces himself Ya kwamba unapoishi hapa duniani 
However much you go to the gym, however much you eat only vegetables and become a veggie, however much you eat tofu which is plant protein alone, however much you eat, you eat the multivitamins every day, however much you eat organic foods alone, Unless the rapture takes place when you are alive and you are holy and taken up. Does not remain banished from him forever. 
ili kwamba yeye aliyefukuzwa asibaki akiwa amefarikisha tena yeye again talking about the grace that was coming tena akizungumza kuhusiana na neema ambayo ilikuwa inakuja that considering the fall in the garden of eden ya kwamba kuzingatia mwanguko katika bustani la edeni everybody deserves to die the penalty of sin is death kila mtu anastahili kufa lile adhabu la dhambi ni kifo but then he says lakini sasa anasema that the lord out of his compassion ya kwamba bwana tokana na huruma zake and you know so well na mwajua vyema kabisa that the transcendence of god ya kwamba ukuu wa mungu
milele mbele yangu hapa nahitaji kutambua kujiandaa sasa hivi the same ecclesiastes but chapter 11 verse 3 na kitabu hicho cha mhubiri sura ya 11 mstari wa 3 it says the following anasema yafuatayo ecclesiastes 11 verse 3 it is talking about the appointment that every person has with death kitabu cha mhubiri sura ya 11 mstari wa 3 bado nikizungumzia kuhusiana na ule miadi ambaye kila mtu anayo pamoja na kifo that once you are equipped with this kind of information ya kwamba mara tu unapopata aina hii ya ujumbe then you can live your life better now Apo, with a purpose hapo basi unaweza kuishi maisha yako bora sasa ukiwa na kusudi ukiwa umelenga umilele pamoja na umilele na amani na Mungu that you can now live this earth live life on this earth knowing that anytime if you go you are going to be in heaven with Yahweh with the Lord Yahweh my friend Yakobo upate kuishi hapa duniani ukijoya kwamba wakati wote nikiondoka hapa itaenda kuwa na amani pamoja na Mungu wangu milele rafiki yangu Yahweh Hapana hapana kabisa Yahweh sio rafiki wa kila mtu usivuke laini unaweza kaumia usifanye hivyo tafadhali mimi nisema ni rafiki wangu lakini sio rafiki wa wote So, again in saying the book of Ecclesiastes, we are reading Ecclesiastes chapter 11 can you translate it properly it's saying that if you are now aware of this information that each person has an appointment with death then you can now live your life on this earth wiser preparing for eternity in the kingdom of heaven anasemaya kwamba sasa baada ya kuwa na ufahamu huu hapa sasa katika hii hapa unapaswa kuwa na ubusara na hekima ukijua kwamba sasa kunao maisha milele ya kwamba kunao milele kila mtu mbinguni again i say it let me repeat because you have repeated say it differently that you may live your life here preparing for your eternity in the kingdom of heaven ukapata kuishi maisha yako hapa ukijiandaa ukijua kwamba kunao milele mbinguni Again let me just repeat because you have not translated it right that you may now live your life here can you focus on the message live your life on the earth you are preparing for the kingdom of heaven Okay 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 she doesn't want to say prepare to the Swahili people let me tell them bwana anasema kwamba wakati utakuwa na hekma utakuwa na ufahamu ya kwamba kuna siku ambao kila mtu atafariki duniani hapa hata wewe ambao unanitazama leo ama wewe ambao unanisikiza kwenye masafa za redio ya kwamba kila mtu ambaye ameumbwa na Bwana itafika siku ambalo atafariki hakuna taishi hapa milele ufahamu huo itakusaidia sana wewe kama mkristo kuishi hapa wakati unajitairisha kwenye toba na utakatifu na uhaki ukijitairisha kuhusu kuingia kwenye ufalme wa mbinguni hili ndio umuhimu sana wa hili ujumbe kwa maana itakusaidia sana kuchukua uokovu wako sasa na umuhimu sana itakusaidia sana pia kutii kuishi maisha yako kwenye utiifu ukiwa sasa unamtii Mungu unamwogopa Mungu unampenda Mungu na pia unamsikiza sana na sauti lake And so blessed people the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11 Again talking about the appointment that every single person has with
will lie. And so the Lord is speaking here very clearly about the fact that every person must be felled by death. Unless the rapture happens, finds you alive and holy, and you are taken up translated. This Ecclesiastes chapter 11.3 is yet another occasion when the Lord is underscoring to you everybody must die that death is invincible however he says that death is not the end when death occurs to you, it's not the termination of your life. You will see very shortly that men live eternally. Humankind is eternal. But he's saying, based on how you live your life on the earth, if you live holy, then you fall to the north. Like a tree falling to the north. And you say, where it falls, there shall lie forever. Depending on your condition, where death catches you, then your destiny will have determined already on the earth here. If death comes to you when you're righteous and holy, then you enter the kingdom of God. And it says, with the three falls to the south, it shall lie there forever. In other words, after the tree has fallen, it has no capacity to change where it has fallen. The same thing with the humankind. That where you fall, where death fails you, your condition at the time of dying, that is where you'll be eternally. And so these are so important for you to be able to use to calibrate the way you live your Christian life on the earth. And yet that death says happened suddenly. And we now look at what happened and then you enter, he says, then you enter the realm of eternity. If you are wicked in this life, and you love sin, immorality, corruption, then he says, when you die, you will have determined your destiny. Your destiny will be hell. You can also know, I have died, but I want to change my destiny. The moment to change it is right now, here and now. And these events happen like this. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 4 that you may see this. Revelation chapter 4. I'm reading 1 and 2. It says, After this I looked and there before me was the door standing open in heaven. And the voice I first heard speaking to me like a trumpet. Come up here. And 
I'll show you what must take place. After this. Then Pastor says, At once I was in the spirit. There before me was a throne in heaven. With someone sitting on it. I want to share about this a little bit. Also based on personal experience. On the ongoing mission of God on the earth. The current operation the Lord is doing on the earth. This is how it happens. Normally, I fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, I'm standing before the throne. There is no process. There is no process that you say, oh, so I need to prepare this, go through this process first, go through this one first, and then finally reach there. Your destination to heaven and hell is going to be instant. For these two special servants of the Lord, envoys, the ones that have been sent to prepare for the coming of the Messiah. And because they are being navigated from above. As you can see on your screen, the glory pointing live from heaven on them as they minister. How have you lived your life on this earth? 
akasema wewe si ndio Kristo Jokoe ili utokoe na sisi pia. He is hanging on the cross and trying to mock the Messiah. Amesulubisha pale msalabani na kuninginia pale na anajaribu kumtihaki Masiya mwokozi. But the criminal rebuked this other criminal. Lakini yule mwalifu mwingine akamkemea huyu mwalifu mwingine. Don't you fear God he said. Je, wewe humuogopi Mungu? Since you are under the same sentence. Wakati wewe uko kwenye adhabu hiyo hiyo. We are punished justly for what we have done. Sisi tumehukumiwa kwa haki kwa sababu tumepata Hasa kabisa wakati ambapo amekwenda msalabani 
Mungu anaweza kuokoa binadamu wote. And then he cries out to him. Anaposasa anamlilia. And Jesus tells him. Na Yesu anamwambia. Truly I tell you. Amen, amen nakwambia. Today. Leo. You will be with me in paradise. Utakuwa pamoja nami paradiso. It's so powerful because I went before the Lord. Na hiyo ni nguvu kabisa kwa sababu nilienda mbele za Bwana. And I asked the Lord. Na nikamuuliza Bwana Did the Trinity split when the Messiah died on the cross? Then God the Father answered me five voice, five voice. That the Trinity did not split. Realm of judgment. Mara tu unapokufa basi unaingia katika nyanja ya huko. 
you are being compelled by the things as they are to walk a holy life. The book of Acts chapter 7 verses 55 and 60. And it says the following. But being full of the Holy Spirit, who dropped into heaven, and saw the glory of God, Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he says, I see heaven open. And the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered him. They covered their ears, brother. At this, they covered their ears. And yelling at the top of their voice. They rushed at him. And dragged him out of the city. And began to stone him. Who is holy? 
God that is holy. Not immoral. I'm talking about those that pursue righteousness and fear God and holiness. The moment you die, before even your funeral arrangements, you are already in the presence of the Lord. That is powerful. And that is what I wanted to bring to you, the importance of preparing here and now. And is this team been prepared? And right the way he was with the Lord. As we begin slowly to begin transitioning into our subject matter, the judgment in hell. The book of Luke chapter 16. Again, talk about the instantaneousness with which you live this life and all of a sudden in the realm of the judgment of God, eternity. Closer to our subject matter tonight. 
katika ujumbe wetu ulionyesha usiku wa leo kitabu cha luka sura ya 16 if you read on from verse let's read from 19 down watisome kuanzia 19 kwenda chini there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and he lived in luxury every day alikuwa na mtu mmoja tajiri aliyevaa nguo za rangi ya zambarau na kitani safi ambaye aliishi kwa anasa kila siku at his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus hapo kwenye mlango wake aliishi maskini mmoja jina lake Lazaro mwenye bidona mwili mzima huyo Lazaro alitamani kujishibisha kwa makombo yaliyoanguka kutoka mezani mwa yule tajiri even the dogs came and licked his wounds hata mbwa walikuwa wakija na kulamba vidonda vyake verse 22 says anasema the time came when the beggar died wakati ukafika yule maskini akafa everybody has an appointment with death kila mtu anayo miadi na kifo the time came when the beggar died wakati ukafika yule maskini akafa and the angels carried him to abraham's side na malaika wakamchukua akae pamoja na abrahamu the rich man also died look at that yule tajiri naye akafa pia and the rich man also died and was buried in hate where he was in torment you see the gravity of what i bring to you tonight that unto man is assigned to die one but every person has an appointment with death everybody that has been created on this earth has a specific day of their death appointed by God. God has appointed them to die on that day. I don't know Swahili makes me repeat things many times. Okay, okay. That's, no, that is wrong. That is the wrong statement. The Lord has appointed a special day when they must die. Each person must die. Mungu ametawa siku speciali ambayo kila mtu lazima apate kufa. That's also not right. Mungu ametawa kwa ajili ya kila mtu siku yake speciali ya kufa ya kifo. Mungu amemteulia amemteulia kila mtu siku yake speciali ambalo kwenye hilo siku. Mungu ametawa kwa ajili ya kila mtu siku speciali ambayo atakufa. And he said, oh let me move here again I've interrupted. So verse 19 again there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and he lived in luxury every day. Anasema palikuwa na mtu mmoja tajiri aliyevaa nguo za rangi ya zambarau na kitani safi ambaye aliishi kwa anasa kila siku. At his gate was laid a beggar. Hapo kwenye mlango wake aliishi maskini mmoja named Lazarus. Jina lake Lazaro. Covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his soul. The time came when the beggar died. And the angels carried him to Abraham's side. Heaven is also called Abraham's side. The rich man also died. Everybody must die. The rich man also died. And was buried. In hate where he was in great torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. Abraham 
Now he's crying out for mercy. Sasa rehema. Have pity on me. Nihurumie. People in hell. Watu jahanamu. All people in hell perish. jahanamu kwa hivyo basi. Owing to the fire, the ferocity of the fire. Kuzingatia ule ukali wa moto. The great incineration, the fire is still on your screen. Kuna kuteketeza kukubwa kabisa moto ambao mnaona katika runinga zenu. Just a little it's, it's nothing. It, it makes hell look like this, this hell makes this look like a child play. Jahanamu inafanya moto hiyo inaonekana kama sio kitu. And it's saying. Na anasema the moment you are inside hell. Ya kwamba mara tu ukiwa ndani ya jahanamu. That is where now people have faith. And he's saying that all people in hell are believers. When they reach there now they believe in Jesus. That's why they begin to pray. Owing to the great incineration by the heat. Now he's crying out to Father Abraham to have peace and mercy on him. To have grace on him. Pity on him. Forgive him. To feel sorry for him. The time he would have prayed was when he was on the earth. And the man is assigned to die once. And then after that, his judgment. You will have decided whether you are going to the lake of fire or to the kingdom of peace and blessing. He began to pray in hell. Have pity on me. And when he was told it's not possible. He says. Let's read on verse 25. But Abraham replied. Son. Remember that in your lifetime you received your good thing. Why Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here. And you are in agony. So you see right away that hell is where people pray. They are busy praying for help. Everybody there. They are praying there and they are in agony also, he says. And besides, between us and you, there is a great chasm that has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, or can anyone, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. Abraham replied, They are Moses and the prophets. 
Ndugu zako wanamusa na manabii. Let them listen to them. Wacha wasikilize hao. In this situation now. Katika hali hii sasa. The Lord Jesus the Savior. Bwana Yesu Mokozi. He takes the eternity of all humanity. Anachukua umilele wa wanadamu wote. And he hands over to the prophets of Yahweh. Na anaupeana kwa manabii wa Yahweh. He says. Anasema. They are Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. Ya kwamba wanamusa na manabii. Wacha wasikilize hao. No father Abraham he says. Hapana baba Abraham yule tajiri from the dead go to them they will repent lakini mtu kutoka kwa watu akiwaenea watatubu he said to them then he said to him abraham akamwambia if they don't listen to moses and the prophets of yahweh kama wasipowasikiliza musa na manabii wa yahweh they will not be convinced even if somebody rises from the tomb from the dead hawataweza kushawishiwa hata kama mtu atakufuka kutoka kwa wafu did you see the gravity the lord places on the ministry of the prophets of yahweh Na hii ndio inaishi 
second Corinthians 12. Also Paul, all of his sudden, was snatched up. And he was in the throne of God. The book of second Corinthians 12, 3. Now you understand what happens whenever the Lord makes a visitation to these two prophets. It's always in time. You fall asleep and then you just wake up into a place like this. And to be holy. 
utakatifu without holiness bila utakatifu no one will see the lord hakuna mtu atakayemwona bwana that means when you're on this earth ina maanisha kwamba ukiwa hapa duniani it is time to prepare ni wakati wa kujiandaa as long as you are alive on this earth mradi tu uko hai hapa duniani you must prepare ni lazima ujiandae second corinthians chapter 5 verse 8 is what i was looking for kitabu cha korinto wa pili sura ya 5 mstari wa 8 ndio ambaye nilikuwa natafuta and it says the following nanasema ifuatayo we are confident ya kwamba namtu nalo tumaini i say nasema and would prefer to be away from the body ingalikuwa bora zaidi kuacha mwili huu and at home with the lord na kwenda kukaa pamoja na bwana nyumbani should be the instruction from this instantaneousness of departure anasema kwamba hiyo ndio yapaswa kwa maagizo kutokana na huu ghafla wa kuondoka that if you are aware that your departure from this life has been appointed by god it is guaranteed ya kwamba iwapo unajua kwamba kuondoka kwako hapa duniani ni hakikisho ni lazima has been appointed by the lord it must take place ni lazima itendeke then he said that that should instruct how you live on the earth basi anasema kwamba hii yapaswa kuelekeza jinsi ambavyo unaishi hapa duniani so now you are aware kwa sababu sasa unajua that there is a departure which is a must ya kwamba kuna kuondoka ambako ni lazima and when the departure is a must you must prepare because you don't know when it is na wakati huko kuondoka ni lazima ni lazima upate kujiandaa kwa sababu haujua hiyo itakuwa wakati upi in other words the lord is imploring you to choose heaven today kwa maneno mengine bwana anakuimiza wewe upate kutagua mbingu leo hii philippians chapter 1 turn with me kitabu cha filipi sura ya kwanza gaukeni pamoja nami the book of philippians chapter 1 blessed people kitabu cha filipi sura ya kwanza watu wabariki